We're about to read a bunch of names that are hard to pronounce, and we have no idea who they are. Why are they in Scripture? Why does the Holy Spirit have Paul include these for us to stumble over? I think it's cool, and uh, we're going to answer that. when we get when we get to these names. We'll talk about that. That's right. You're listening to Between the Lines. I'm Junior. I'm Scott. And uh, you want me to start verse one? Yeah. Well, that pause right there was like, who really wants to take all these names? <laughs> That's what that was. Yeah. So I, we're, we're I shouldn't bring this up, but you read end? you read it last time. All right. So but I started last, yesterday on purpose so that you'd have to hit this today. <laughs> but no, yeah, I'll start it. Go I ahead. I can do it. We'll see if you do better. Yeah. I commend to you my sister Phoebe, who is a deacon in the church in Centria. Welcome her in the Lord as one who is worthy of honor among God's people. Help her with whatever she needs, for she has been helpful to many and especially to me. Give my greetings to Priscilla and Aquila, my co-workers in the ministry of Christ Jesus. In fact, they once risked their lives for me, and I'm thankful to them, and so are the Gentile churches. Also give my greetings to the church that meets in their home. Greet my friend Epinetus. He was the first person from the province of Asia to become a follower of Christ. Give my greetings to Mary, who has worked so hard for your benefit. And greet Antronicus and Junia, my fellow Jews who were in prison with me. They are highly respected among the apostles and became followers of Christ before I did. Greet Ampelladius, my dear friend in the Lord. Greet Urbanus, our coworker in Christ, and my dear friend Stachys. Greet Apelles, a good man whom Christ approves, and give my greetings to the believers from the household of Aristobulus. Greet Herodian, my fellow Jew. Greet the Lord's people from the household of Narcissus, which I would not like that name. <laughs> At verse 12, it says, Give my greetings to Trefina and Trefosa. That's kind of like a cool couple name, Trefina and Trefosa. The Lord's workers, and to dear Persis, who has worked so hard for the Lord. Greet Rufus, whom the Lord picked out to be his very own, and also his dear mother, who has been a mother to me. Why is Paul, I mean, we're going to get into more here, but why is Paul giving Damn. so many of these names? And there's different answers to that question, but the main answer that really pops out into my head is that Paul is showing his ministry is backed by all these people. Yeah, and it's the personal nature of what ministry is. In fact, what are being part of the body of Christ. These are all real people. These are people that mattered back then. They were probably thrilled that they got included in these letters and they were greeted. And just the fact that we today, now 2,000 years later, we get to know those names. These are real people, and most of these are Roman names. There's a couple of yeah. Jewish names here as well, but... That's, you know, we got to the to Rome. These are Gentiles. A lot of these are yeah. Gentiles. And it's just so cool. I think just cool to see the individuals. These are our forefathers in Christ that were faithful to the gospel, passed yeah. it on to the people that they knew who then passed it on to future generations or from generation to generation to generation. It's all come down to us. I, the, my mind goes to, you know, a lot of times pastors, um, we like to be invited, you know, to speak at different places. And it is like an honoring thing. And, oh, I'm being asked to come speak somewhere. It is honoring and, and, and great. But I've, I've been realizing lately just how much I love being at the bridge and just mm. speaking there. And not only is it a home game in a sense, but like when I, when I am speaking, I'm, it's like I'm looking at a guy named Ralph who mm. will take me out to lunch just to bless me and ask me family, you know, questions about my family for accountability. And I, lo I look at, you know, the, I'm, I'm teaching to the, the workers will be in the next service teaching my kids 
you know, mm-hmm. and bridge kids. Like, yeah. there's just this beauty of like, I just like being with my church. Bill These in are the my back people. who's handing out bulletins. Yeah, and yeah. Scott who's cleaning the pews in between the services, and right. Uh, the, these are all such important people. People that they're my brothers and sisters. I love them. Yeah, and and they are they're so vital to the work of God. Right. I think of Jimmy who shows up before the staff yeah. you know, just to get everything set up and unlock the doors and so it's like when I preach it's like that's what the people I like to be with when I worship. And this is kind of what you see with Paul is like giving all these all these names. This is his ministry. Yeah. These are the people who he loves so dearly. Yeah. He said give my greetings to Asyncritus Phlegon, Hermes, Petrobus, Hermes and the brothers and sisters who <laughs> meet them. I give my greetings to Philologus, Julia, Neris, and his sister, and to Olympus and all the believers who meet with them. Greet each other with a sacred kiss. All the churches of Christ send you their greetings. Yeah. Greet each other with a sacred kiss. Good job. Good job, Junior. I was waiting for Jack. You know, when I showed up to record this, Jack did not greet me with a sacred kiss. And so I'd like to (laughs) hand him before our elders. Yeah. As he is disobeyed. Yeah. <laughs> of course, well, it's a cultural thing here that we're yeah, talking and I've about. Yeah, a few and too many Christians that wanted to take this literally. <laughs> and um, we do have right. some people that come from a culture where that, you know, that's how they greet. They kiss. And yeah. so I've been kissed a few times yeah. in church. and uh, But I don't return the kiss, I have to say. I will shake their hand. I'm even happy to hug. Yeah. I one time went to a country where it was just like cultural, like you gave each other a kiss, yeah. but I didn't know what was going on. So I went to kiss and I like turned my head because I know what they were doing. And they actually got me on the lips. <laughs> so that was very awkward. And but really was, what he's saying there is he's just saying like, just love each other yeah. and don't be bashful about yeah. your love for each other. That's right. Like we should be able to say to our brothers and sisters, I love you. Mm-hmm. You want to take it at 17? Sure. We've got all the names behind us, I think. So this is good. And now I make one more appeal, my dear brothers and sisters, watch out for people who cause divisions and upset people's faith by teaching the things contrary to what you have been taught and stay away from them. And I mean, Paul's really harsh when it comes to division, Uh, people that create division, that cause controversy, that are opinionated. He's very harsh. He says, give him a warning one time, but then after the second or third warning, just have nothing to do with them. That's what he says here. Stay away from them. They're causing problems. Such people are not serving Christ our Lord. They are serving their own personal interests. By smooth talk and glowing words, they deceive innocent people. But everyone knows that you are obedient to the Lord. This makes me very happy. I want you to be wise in doing right and stay innocent of any wrong. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. May the grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. Timothy, my fellow worker, sends you his greetings, as do Lucius and Jason and Sassipater, my fellow Jews. I, Tertius, the one writing this letter for Paul, send my greetings to as one of the Lord's followers. Gaius says hello to you. He is my host and also serves as host of the whole church. Erastus, the city treasurer, sends you his greetings, and so does our brother Cordus. Now all glory to God who is able to make you strong, just as my good news says, this message about Jesus Christ has revealed his plan for you Gentiles, a plan kept secret from the beginning of time because they, you know, of course, it was just the Jews that thought it was for them. But now as the prophets foretold as the eternal God has commanded this message is made known to all Gentiles everywhere so that they too might believe and obey him. All glory to the only wise God through Jesus Christ forever. Amen. Second time through this very important book, Romans. You do see, you know, this second time that we went through, I did notice just how much Paul does talk about unity in Mm -hmm. the church. It wasn't just here in chapter 16. It was in other chapters as well. Like God cares about unity. He does. 
and and we should be pursuing it and figuring out ways to make it happen and bring people together. We should be a people of peace that are eager to bring people together yeah. rather than creating yeah, about opinions and, and opinion driven. Yeah. All right. Uh, is it chapter Psalm yeah, 46? Is that the Psalm 46 and 47 on the docket? But you have, do you pick out something in 46? Yeah, I have something in 47 anyway. I just look at verse one it says, Come, everyone, and clap your hands for joy. Shout to God with joyful praise. I'm a little moved by in Psalms with the exuberance of the kind of worship that the Jews participated in. I mean, this was not, uh, sorry to offend my Presbyterian brothers, but this was not Presbyterian worship. They were exuberant. I mean, they talked about beating the drums and the stringed instruments and clapping their hands and shouting for joy. And this was all about expressing their joy and being thrilled with how good God is to them. And that is something that we should engage in. That worship should not be bland. It should not be just standing there, barely moving our lips. This should be something that we eagerly and energetically engage in because we mean it with every fiber of our being. So I encourage you that when you go to worship, you make up your mind that not only are you singing, but you're engaging and every part of you and means if, the words that you And you're if you singing. think that's humiliating, that's the point. That is Then the you point. need to be humbled. Yep. Lift those hands. Get those hands up in the air. That's the scriptures speak of that. We worship. Get your hands up in the air and and point and, and just look to God. Say, God, I need you. I love you. I worship you. You're great and mighty, and I'm so grateful for what you've done in my life. Let's worship like we mean it. All right. Well, make it a good day today. God bless. As always, we'll see you tomorrow.